News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Okay, now the government needs to improve planning for the long term. That's according to a new fiscal assessment report from the Fiscal Advisory Council. Uh, its chairperson, Sebastian Barnes, joins us. Uh, Sebastian, we'll get to uh, long term planning uh, in uh, a minute. Uh, but first off, uh, you have a, um, uh, I suppose, a quite a pessimistic assessment of growth for the Irish uh, economy over the next year or two. Well, yes, I mean, I think we've seen the economy has already slowed down a bit. But of course, the real pressure is going to come in the winter as people face their larger heating bills uh, and the higher cost of living pressures really kick in. Uh, Like the government, like the OECD, like the commission, uh, we're basically expecting the economy to be flat over the coming quarters. So rather than growing as it has been quite strongly over recent years, things are basically going to be flat. But there are big risks around that. There are big risks that uh, energy, you know, there could be other developments internationally with Ukraine. There could be more of a global slowdown than we're expecting. So it is a very, um, it is a very difficult outlook. So potentially, and I know you're not saying this, you're saying flat, but potentially if those kind of worst case scenarios come about, we could be looking at recession. Yeah, I mean, in, in the best, in the sort of central case that we're looking at, we're kind of skirting around the edges of recession. Um, but but if some of these bad shocks were to happen, we, we could be in a much worse position. And actually, from the way most people will experience the economy, because uh, living costs have gone up much higher than than people's wages have gone up, um, you know, people are going to be worse off. So we expect people's real disposable income to fall by about five percent. That that's a big fall. And so even if we're not in a recession, people are still going to feel like they're worse off. Yeah, that's a hefty. Like I suppose. I I presume you need to go back to the worst of the of the crash to get that kind of drop in, in real income, do you? I, mean, I think the crash was much more dramatic than that. It was much more painful. The yeah. fall in incomes was much higher. You know, people were stuck with problems with their mortgages and these kinds of things. So it's not as bad as that. And we have to remember the Irish economy has also been growing quite fast in recent years. So for some people, this takes them back a year or two. Um, but, you know, so, you know, something we could have done without. But given what's happening in Ukraine, this is a situation we face. Yeah. Another difference from the crash is back then the government had no money to uh, to spend it has it had huge money to spend in the last budget. You also assessed that budget. What's your take on it? So actually, I think, as you said, it's a good example of, you know, that's a council. We've often said that we need to run a prudent fiscal policy so that we can help out in, in the bad times. We saw that with the pandemic. We see that now. Uh, looking at budget 2023, it's an exceptionally large package. It's 11 billion euros overall. That's 4 billion of temporary measures, uh, about uh, 7 billion of permanent measures, which is a bit more than it would usually be. We think what the government's done is really struck a, a good balance between, on the one hand, uh, providing resources to help people with the cost of living, particularly particularly those on social welfare. But on the other hand, they've not put too much money into the economy uh, so that that's not going to trigger higher inflation. Inflation will be a little bit higher than it would have been otherwise. Uh, but essentially, they're getting that balance about right between helping people and not overheating the economy. OK, so like, we're always good when it comes to splashing the cash. Uh, we're not so good at the other side uh, of the coin than easing back uh, when we need to ease back. Is there a long term plan here for the government? So I think in terms of easing back, actually, we're not too bad. And we saw that with the pandemic. The government's relying a lot on temporary measures. And we see that most of the time those get unwound pretty quickly. So it's actually we actually are good at that. The bit we're not good at is long term planning. And there the government really needs to step up uh, its thinking on the long on the long term. We know there are really big challenges coming from the aging population, from the climate change transition that's likely to be very costly. Uh, We also know we need to reduce our reliance on excess corporation tax receipts. 
needs. And here the government doesn't have much of a plan. Uh, what we've seen is they're only producing forecasts three years ahead, which is not enough to see how these big trends are going to play out. And there doesn't really seem to be a plan about how to address these longer term issues. Yeah, uh, uh, three interesting points you raised there, Sebastian. I have to put it to you, it's hard to be optimistic about any political breakthrough in relation to those three points. I mean, corporation tax, we all talk about it, but the, the, you know, the, 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 the reliance, but actually doing something about it and, 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 uh, and maybe using that spending for, uh, for uh, more variable uh, factors, easier said than done. Age, we all know that the Oireachtas has basically bottled it on the pension thing, on the pension issue, and, and global warming, um, there's going to be huge costs in, in, in that. I mean, it's, are you quite pessimistic? Are you as pessimistic as that about all those three? I mean, I think first we have to be fair. These are really major challenges. They're probably challenges of a sort we haven't seen in a generation, right? We, we, there was a time we grew very fast. That made it easy to make some of these choices. And now we're having to face these these big choices. So it is difficult. I think each issue is a bit different. Uh, on the corporation tax side, we have seen the government um, uh, reintroducing the National Reserve Fund. Uh, the government's also going to be running quite a big budget balance in the medium term. So some progress has been made in that area. Pensions is different. On pensions, we all know what to do. And the Pensions Commission uh, reported uh, last year and set out you know, different policy yeah, options. Completely the ignored essentially, by, yeah, the by, by the all politicians from all sides. Exactly. And the government essentially rejected their advice and has said they want to keep the pension age at the same age, which is going to add to future tax pressures. So there's a kind of political problem there. And then on climate change, it is a difficult thing. It's unprecedented. We don't fully understand what really needs to be done. But the government there does need to make more progress in terms of what policies it wants to pursue and figuring out how much they're going to cost. But underlying this, of course, are some difficult political choices. And it was kind of interesting. Um, Last week, we, we put out uh, an exercise looking at what the Commission on Taxation and Welfare had suggested. We reckoned that their strategy of broadening the tax base could probably raise about 5% of national income in taxes, which would help to pay for a lot of these things. But of course, that would take us from being a relatively low tax economy like the UK to being uh, a sort of more average European economy somewhere between Spain and Germany. And politicians really have to think uh, about how, you know, how they want to manage this. And you, you hear a lot of politicians saying, we're not going to do this we're not going to do this on tax really they need to say what they're going to do okay uh, overall uh, like are you are you pessimistic or optimistic about the next uh, three to four years in terms of uh, the irish economy I think uh, overall it is going to be a difficult period. We do have these short-term pressures. We don't really know what's going to happen. Um, but in some ways it's actually been managed quite well so far. And of course, a lot depends on what happens in Ukraine uh, and in other places. I think for the medium term, you know, there is a big question there about whether it, Ireland is actually in some ways in a relatively favourable position compared to other countries, whether we're going to use that sensibly or whether we're going to squander that opportunity. I think there has been some progress, but we're a long way short of where we need to be. OK, we'll leave it there. Uh, chairperson of the Irish Fiscal Advisory Council, Sebastian Barnes, thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.